Well, the weather is warming up, and so is the talk regarding Viking Sports Rube. I had a chance to chat this week with Viking Boys head basketball coach Luke Parsons regarding his upcoming season, as well as a member of the Mountaintop Media team to talk about their upcoming streaming schedule of Viking Sports this spring. Rube, what do you have this week? Well, it is uh, it's it's action time when it comes to the uh, the winter sports that are actually. Uh, heading into spring, but I talked with uh, Lady Viking coach John Kennedy about his team's first scrimmage game. I talked with uh, Viking wrestling coach Matt Smith about his team's uh, season opening match coming up this week, and to talk with Anthony Jarvis, one of the all-time greats in Ripley High School baseball. Viking wrestling gets underway next Friday night, March the 5th, and now we hear from Viking head coach Matt Smith. Well, Ripley wrestling coach uh, Matt Smith has never been known uh, to duck opponents, and such is the case in the season opener for the Vikings. They'll be taking on uh, Herbert Hoover and George Washington. Both of those teams are ranked in the top ten in their respective weight classes or in their respective classifications in West Virginia. And we thought that that match was going to be Wednesday, but now it looks like that is going to take place on. Friday. Friday. So, uh, Coach, uh, tell us about the, your gut feeling about this Viking team. Uh, you know, our, our team's um, a really solid group. Um, top to bottom, I think we're going to be very tough. Um, I think we've got a really solid group, and I know that they're super excited to get, get ready to cut themselves out um, with some, some tough teams right off the bat, um, you know, delaying a couple of days. Um, to try to, to get those teams um, to get their couple practice or more practices than they need to get to 14 um, before we have the first match. And um, with them lighting up on the rules in terms of the two days in between matches, um, we were able to um, to do that. We're just finalizing the details of it now. Um, but uh, we should be able to have those guys um, there for us on, uh, on the 5th um, to have our first match. And like I said, our guys are, are really looking forward to it. I know that they... Um, they're a competitive group, and they're a group that, that likes to go out and kind of prove. Um, um, they want to push people wrong. I can see it by the, the way that they talk and the way that they act and the way they carry themselves um, and, and going against a couple teams that are ranked um, in the preseason polls. Um, we'll, we'll definitely do that for us. And um, seeing that we're, we're not ranked right now, um, I think it's one of those things they want to kind of prove, um, prove to people that we belong in that, in that talk and that conversation um, really early on in the season. Um, and then obviously, you know, um, you know, when it really counts in, in, in April, they're at regionals and state tournament. Coach, let's talk about a. Uh, I know you. I know you have not had uh, wrestle offs yet, but uh, let's talk about uh, how a tentative lineup uh, might shape up for the Vikings. Um, yeah, like you said, it is early on, and we, we still got weight certifications and things like that to take care of. Um, and, and we're still a little over a week and a half away um, from, from wrestling our first match. But um, as far as uh, tentatively what we're looking at, um, Kane Price at, at 106, uh, Kane's a freshman who's came into some preseason workouts and really um, shown a lot of heart and grit. And he's a guy who's um, um, doesn't talk a lot, kind of just soft-spoken. And um, I really like that out of him because, you know, it, it, you can kind of see the drive in him and, and um, how much he wants to be good. And I'm looking forward to seeing him going out and compete. Um, he'll be a little bit small for the weight class, but I think that'll, um, that'll, 
that'll work itself out, and it won't be quite as much of a, a burden there at 106 um, as it would be for, for other for others um, higher in higher weight classes. And uh, Coach um, Smith, you were telling me that uh, you have a pretty good chance of uh, putting someone in 12 of the 14 weight classes. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we've we've got um, uh, you know, 12 pretty pretty tough guys. I think it's one of the things that, that whoever we send out, we're going to be. Um, extremely, extremely tough, um, and uh, you know it, it really depends on uh, what uh, with, with Brock Matson and Nate Cox there at one thirteen and one twenty. Um, both are um, both are really, really tough individuals. Brock's a returning state qualifier. Um, Nate's a three-time state qualifier um, for us, and, and beat a lot of uh, several ranked guys last season, or several guys that ended up placing at the state tournament last season. Um, so uh, both really tough guys that I'd like to see. Uh, both get in the lineup there, um, but it'll really depend on if, if one can get to 113 um, there. So we, we may be both at 120 at, at early in the season, and then we'll just kind of see how it goes from there. Um, at 26, we should have Brett Haskins. Brett's a returning state runner-up. Um, really tough individual for us, a, a good leader for us, um, and just an overall hard worker and good kid. I'm really glad to have him back. Um, Luke Miller um, at 132. Luke is a... Um, a three-time state qualifier. Um, he's lost in the um, in the blood round of the state tournament, um, so he's a match away from placing the last three years. Um, but he's a guy who's really turned it on at the end of the season to to kind of get himself in that position to be there. Um, I think it's just a matter of getting him going quicker and sooner um, this season to really um, springboard him into um, not only placing in the state tournament, making a, a good run of the state title. Um, I think he's got the capability to do that um, as long as his head's in the right spot and he's um, you know, he continues on the path that he's on. I think he's he's on the right track. Um, kind of in that mix with those guys, we've got um, um, Julian Hoff. He's a um, foreign exchange student, never wrestled a day in his life, but, but came out and wrestled for us and has made huge, huge gains and strides over the last two weeks, um, really, really improving um, his, uh, his conditioning level in terms of what we're doing in the wrestling room and, and figuring things out and going and, you never know with a guy like that who's willing to, to kind of work hard and he's making that much progress in a short period of time where he could wind up. Um, but uh, he'll be in that mix around 132, maybe 138. Um, at 138, we also have uh, Evan Soldis and Jeremiah Caspo. Um, Evan is a senior for us. He's uh, been a starter for us and a guy who um, I'm really looking for a breakout season from him. I think he's, he's right on the verge of that. I think he's been there. Um, and then look forward to him going out and competing there. Um, Jeremiah Castro is another guy who's, um, he had a successful uh, middle school um, season last year and, and really came on strong. And, and I think that he's a guy who, um, with the way that he works and the way that he moves and um, just has a nonstop pace about him, I think he's going to be hard, hard to really deal with for people. Um, he's just got to shore up some technique things. He's a little bit um, rough around the edges a little bit um, with that. But at the same time, um, when you're willing to work hard and push the pace and get after people, um, it's just really a matter of time of putting everything else together. And um, once he does that, I really you know see big, big, huge things from him. Um, and also in that same line, um, we, we've got several guys that are all kind of lined up right there at the same, same weight. But uh, we also have Luke Matson, um, Luke's uh, Brock Schindler's brother. Um, he's kind of a, a lankier uh, freshman for us. And he's a guy who, um, you know, I've seen him. I've seen um, some spurts of some really, um, really big potential from him. And, I'm really super excited to see him progress over the course of the season. And then, um, you know, obviously as he progresses through his career, um, 
five, you know, we start, um, it kind of gets a little bit cleaner um, after that a little bit as far as where guys are at. Um, at, at 145, Eli James, Eli was a, um, was a starter for us last season, um, was a, a guy who really developed over the course of the season and really started to come on strong as the season went on. Um, although he did have a, a, a um, just didn't show, um, didn't have a very good performance at, at regionals. Um, and sometimes you have that, you have a down tournament, things like that. But um, I thought despite having a bad tournament, he still wrestled hard, still, still did the right things, just didn't wrestle that all that well. Um, but at the same time, that season he was at 152, and um, this season he's able to, to go 145, and he's at a more natural weight class for him. So I think it's uh, it'll be a, a uh, be a little bit easier to wrestle guys his inside a little bit. And I think it's, it's exciting to see him go out and, and see where he can wind up. Um, at 152, we got Hunter Brown. Hunter was a, a starter for us last year. Um, had a strong middle school career. Um, came in as a freshman last season in the in the middle of the lineup. Um, which is always a hard thing to do. You come into that, you know, around you know, one forty five where he was at, and that's typically where you're going to get a lot of um, of your your real studs that are in the in the state. And um, for him, it was you know, it wasn't it wasn't any different, and had some growing things because of that. But um, I really believe, you know, really think he came on as the season wore on. He got better and better. His position improved. His technique improved, um, and he really developed um, top to bottom. You know, in terms of how good of a wrestler he is, and I really. Really look for him to, to do that to springboard him into um, his sophomore season um, this year. At uh, 160 or 170, we've got uh, Isaac Parsons. Isaac was a, uh, was a starter for us the year before. Um, blew his knee out football last season, so he wasn't able to compete for us. Um, but really glad to have him back. He was a, he's a hardworking kid. Uh, just a really good kid overall. I'm really excited to have him back and, and in the lineup and competing for us. Um, I think he can really make a run at doing some big, big things. Um, in his senior season, uh, at 170, uh, 182, um, somewhere in that mix, we've got Colin, uh, Colin Moore. Um, Colin's a, another freshman, and if you, you know, uh, over the course of time talking here, we've talked about a several of these freshmen, and they're, um, they're a really solid group of kids. I really look forward to working with them more and more. Um, they're, they're all, all five of them are, are really good kids that are, um, you know, they're hardworking and they get after a little bit. And it's, it's really, really good to see as a, as a freshman coming in that they're willing to do that and able to do that. So, um, and Collins really similar boat as, as those guys. He's a little bit rough. Um, he just started out uh, wrestling last season, but um, still was able to do a really good job. Um, he's grown a lot from last season um, in terms of size. He was um, wrestled 155 at the middle school level and has worked his way up to where he's either going to be at 170 or 182. So, um, he's grown, and, and he's grown really just in size overall. He's a lot thicker, um, big, strong, athletic kid, and um, you know seems like a really good kid. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him progress over the course of the season. Um, and then our last three weights at, at 195, uh, 220, and heavyweight, um, it's it's still um, kind of a work in progress a little bit where these guys are going to be. But it's just a matter of what weight classes they end up at. Um, it's looking like at 195, we may have Matt Moore. Um, Matt was a returning um, heavyweight regional champ for us last season. Um, he was a match away from placing at the state tournament. Um, and it, and it, if you caught that, he's actually looking at, at 195 now. Um, he wasn't a super big heavyweight last year. Um, starts slimming down a little bit. He's in a little bit, um, I would say, a little bit better shape in terms of um, where he's at at this point in time. Um, you know, he's quicker than we, than he was last season. He's actually, um, I think he's a little bit stronger than he was last season. So, um, 
you know, no matter where he winds up, he's going to be a, a contender in any weight class. I believe he's a just a really tough individual. And, um, he's had, had a lot of adversity over the last three years, but I think the senior season, um, I think last season especially speaks to how much he was able to learn how to deal with that and, and handle in a positive way and, and come on strong um, despite of, despite that. And um, really looking forward to seeing where he winds up. Also, that we have uh, Dakota Parsons. Dakota was a um, has been a, a um, a guy who's been in and out of the lineup a little bit. Um, he's been in a tough, tough weight. We've had some some pretty good guys around his weight class over the last uh, few years. Um, so for him to have a chance to uh, to start for us is really exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing him going out and compete. Um, and then also uh, at the upper weight classes, there we have Andrew Manley. Um, Andrew was a starter for us last season at 220. He was a returning state qualifier for us uh, at 220 as well, and um, he's just the guy who has steadily improved over the course of time. He's starting to figure out more and more about what he's, what he's doing, how he wants to do it, and um, you can really see his, his confidence starting to grow, and I think um, even more so this season than last season, so um, when you see that in somebody, you can really tell that they're, they're going to come on even stronger than what they did last year, and um, you know, he's a guy that I, I really look forward to uh, seeing big things out of him as well. Um, so with that being said, you know, if you look at our group overall, um, it's a solid group from top to bottom. Um, it's just a matter of, of guys getting in the right weight class and, um, you know, us going to work from there. But I, I really think that we've got a, a good group that can, um, you know, we can be in the hunt to be in the, in the top 10, top five. Um, and then who knows from there, you know, once you get in that mix, now all of a sudden you just need a couple more guys and you can, you know, be in the hunt for finishing even higher. So, um, and, and we've got a good group to do that. It's just a matter of everybody coming on at the right time and, and peaking at the right time and, and us, um, you know, doing the right thing between now and then, and then we'll see what happens. Coach, very good. Sounds like the Vikings are shaping up to have a solid season, and they'll get it started on Friday, March 5th, against Herbert Hoover and George Washington. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Ripley grad Anthony Jarvis now does his hitting on the collegiate level, as we hear in his interview with Mike Rubin. Our guest on Viking 360 is Anthony Jarvis. And he is remembered as one of the hardest-hitting baseball players in the history of Viking baseball. Anthony, thanks for joining us this evening. Very much great to be talking to you. Well, you're playing baseball now at Alice Lloyd in Kentucky. Tell us a little bit about the college and, and where it's located. Uh, it's in Tipa Passes, Kentucky. It's just in a holler somewhere in Knott County. It's a NAIA school, transferred here from Glumble. Uh You know, I like the opportunity NAI, you know, being able to transfer and being able to, they, they really don't have as much restrictions as the NCAA does. And Alice Lloyd really gave me a great opportunity to play. They gave me a great team, some great coaches, and I've had fun while I've been down here. And we've been playing hard, and I've met a lot of good teammates, so I'm really happy with my decision to come down here and play. Even though uh, the last year was an abbreviated season, you still put up some impressive numbers uh, with the team. I, I noticed like a 444 uh, batting average, about three home runs, a couple doubles, uh, and, and and I think what 14 RBI. So um, really, really good season for you. Oh yeah, we were rolling. I, I was. Uh, I mean, with COVID going on, it hurt. 
had the season canceled, but I mean, it wasn't just me. Our whole team was rolling hot. I mean, hitting's contagious. We were just rolling. We were playing real good baseball. It uh, it upset a lot of us that it came to an end, but I guess that's the way it goes sometimes. We got a lot of guys that came back, so hopefully we can put up those numbers again this year and get to play some games. And AJ, when tell us about when the season gets underway uh, this year. Well, we've uh, last week and a half we've had games scheduled, but with all these snowstorms, we've been getting canceled. We had a few games delayed because of COVID, but next week is hopefully our first game. We're going to make a road trip. And then I think we're supposed to play a home game the week after, but we're just hoping this weather holds off. It's, it's been real wet down here, and real, real rainy and real snowy, too, so hopefully we can get rolling soon. But with how cold it is, I ain't complaining really anyways. I, I'll, I'll play when it's a little warmer. I hear you. You know, uh, Anthony, we were talking that you come from a very athletic family. Your dad was a... Of course, a good athlete, and then became involved with the uh, Ripley High School uh, athletic boosters. Your mom has been involved with the cheerleading team at Ripley High, and your sister Morgan is uh, about to become an acro tumbler up at Alderson Broadus College. I guess uh, probably uh, when you guys do get together at, at mealtime, you, you probably uh, talk a little bit about sports. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, it does kind of seem like that's about all of our uh, all of our world revolves around, which it really is. And which you know, I love it. My parents love it. They they're really big. They support both me and Morgan a lot, and that's that's why they're big in the stuff with the school. Which they just want to help, which is great. I mean, can't thank them enough for how much they've done. And then Morgan's getting ready to go go off and graduate high school. Uh, they're tumble and all that stuff, and uh, I'm sure she's real excited and happy for you know. That's a good thing to do. Uh, that's a, it's just a it's a great opportunity knowing that I played sports in college, and uh, you know it's just been a great time, and I know that she'll have a great time doing it. So real happy for it. Anthony, uh, let's talk about your future. Have you decide what is your major, and where do you hope to uh, be, say five years from now? The main goal is still as it's always been, I guess, trying to ride out baseball as long as I can, play wherever I can. You know, they tell me you got to go back home and can't pick up a bat no more. But, you know, I've always thought about coaching and, you know, just baseball has been like forever and sports have been my life forever. So having something to do with sports probably where I'll be, probably where I'd be the happiest. If I'm playing baseball in five years, I mean, I'd be thrilled. But if not, I guess that's the way life is, and we'll move on and hopefully be coaching some kids or something. We'll see, I guess. Hey, that'd be great. Right now, just, just trying to play some ball. I hear you. Anthony, thank you so much for spending some time with us, and uh, and good luck this season. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it. He's entering his third season at the helm of the Viking basketball program. This year, he has a young but athletic group to work with that will chip off next Friday, March 5th at Nitro. Joined now by Viking head coach, boys basketball coach, Luke Parsons. Coach, thanks for being with me. Oh, thank you for having me. We're supposed to be talking sectional play about this time of year when it comes to basketball, right? But we're we're uh, still a week from tipping off. 
Yes, we are. And, and we're talking right now, and it's uh, 60, 60 some degrees outside. So, but yeah, we're getting ready to, to start the season off, and um, uh, we're getting there. The good news is you probably will have a minimal amount of snow outs uh, during this season. You're not going to have to worry about playing in uh, March and April primarily. That is true. We shouldn't have any uh, missed games barring any crazy situations. Coach, how excited are you to get back at it? I know you guys are practicing right now, and, uh, you know, you're, you've got your 13 set for your uh, roster, and uh, you're kind of starting to see things come together. Yeah, we've been uh, practicing – Right now for about a week today. Today will be our seventh practice. Um, things are things are coming along. Um, you know, we're, it, this team is brand new. We have two guys that are coming back that played some minutes. But basically we had to start from scratch and, and teach everything that we wanted the kids to do and how we wanted to do it. And, but uh, they're working hard, and uh, this is a fun group of kids that uh, – you know, we'll have fun, and uh, hopefully we'll win some games. Coach, you have four seniors. You're going to be leaning quite a bit on your underclassmen. Talk about how important the uh, leadership of those seniors will be, uh, regardless of what their role is on the team. Yeah, right. You know, right now in practice, they're, they're, they've, they've been with me all four years since they've been a freshman, all the way up to senior with Coach Mons and myself. And so they understand how we want them to play, how hard we want them to work. Um, what we emphasize, and so you know their their role right now in practice is to just lead by example and uh, show these kids, you know, what it takes to become a, a good practice player and someone that works hard, and that that'll prepare you for the games. Coach, I look at your roster, your backcourt or your frontcourt rather uh, is going to be quite sizable. <laughs> this is going to be the biggest frontcourt. I think I've seen at Ripley High School maybe since Lehu and Johnson a few years ago. But even when you throw uh, Joey Ramsey in there with, with Luke Johnson and Brady Anderson, also a freshman, uh, those are some big wide-bodied kids who can get up and down the floor. Yeah, it is. It is. Joey and Luke can run well real. Brady, Brady can't run as well as they can, but he can still get up and down the floor. He's still athletic for his size. And so, you know, we're thinking – you know, we're, we're going to try to get up and down the floor, but we're thinking that we're going to see a lot of zone this year just because of how big we are. Um, and I don't know if we'll have a bunch of teams that we play that will be able to match up with the size. So, you know, we're, we're kind of thinking that we're going to hit, see a lot of zone, and so that's what we're kind of trying to work on the most. Coach, you have 18 games on a regular season schedule. Typically, uh, it's 22, 23 games on that regular season schedule. So uh, you're sacrificing a couple of games, but for the most part, you're going to play a full schedule. Yeah, we're we're basically gonna play a full schedule. We're four games short of what a what a normal regular season would be. Only thing is, we're playing these eighteen games within a six week period, and so we're we're playing you know basically every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, um, m- most weeks. So these kids are gonna be playing a lot. Um, I-, I foresee us playing a lot of players, a lot of minutes because we're just gonna have to. We're we're gonna be tired. I mean, everybody's gonna be tired around the state. Um, we have some back to back games. You know, we start out back-to-back. So, you know, it's, it's going to be rough, but I think this is a, a schedule that the kids are going to like because there's not much practice time. Well, yeah, for sure. But you, you think about uh, there's going to be some sloppy moments, especially early on. You look back at football season, they had literally 
zero off season to deal with. And, you know, they had a few weeks to get ready for the regular season, but that that's basically the same boat you're in and throw in the fact, like you said, you're really going to get walkthroughs uh, practices during the week because you have games every other day. That just doesn't give you a lot of room uh, uh, for instruction. Yeah, and and that's what, you know, right now we're trying to teach them as much as we can and keeping things as simple as we can. And then as the season goes on and they learn and are understanding what we're what we want to do, you know, we'll throw some some more things at them. But, you know, basically in between games, it's going to be getting shots up, looking at film, seeing what we can do better that we already do and seeing what we, what we might have to change a little bit to, to make it better. So, you know, the, the and, and I think playing all these games um, is going to help our team for the later in the season and then for the next few years because we're going to, I mean, we got four seniors, and so next year we basically got our whole team back. Um, and in these games, and the game time is going to help these kids a lot. Type of style play do you see this team uh, putting out there this year, especially with the depth and the length that you have? Oh, we're going to pressure. We're going to. Our goal is to. Uh, right now, we're thinking that we're going to press from tip to buzzer, and uh, see what happens. Um, you know, we're we're gonna, we're gonna try to get out, go get get shots early, early in the offense. Um, if we can get there and get a layup and get a wide open uh, mid range off one pass, we're gonna take it, and uh, then we're just gonna play. And so, you know, these kids are gonna have a lot of freedom. Um, I have to be patient with them because they're gonna make mistakes. They're young. Um, even the seniors, none of them really played at the varsity level, so everything's new. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient. Try to be patient and. Uh, we're just going to learn from our mistakes early on, and hopefully mid-season, end of the season, we're uh, ramped up and ready for sectionals. Coach, uh, next week, tipping off Friday at Nitro, then Saturday uh, at Ravenswood. you got a back-to-back, uh, so that will be fun and exciting for you guys. We're looking forward to it, and I know you are as well. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be checking in with you soon, but thanks for taking the time. Yep. Thank you, guys. The Lady Vikes passed their first preseason test, according to head coach John Kennedy. Lady Viking basketball had their first of two preseason uh, scrimmage games uh, today, taking on the Capital Cougars. And coach, uh, it sounded like it came out as a, a pretty positive experience for the Lady Vikes. Yeah, uh, it was extremely positive. Uh, of course, when you've got... Uh, only seven days of practice in. Uh, today made day eight. Uh, Coach Oliver and Coach Duck are uh, extremely proud of the girls. Uh, they're an extremely coachable bunch. Uh, we made some adjustments on the fly, and that's going to be every coach this year. And uh, the girls responded extremely well. Uh, but uh, we were talking after the game, as we always do, and there's some things that... Uh, <clears throat> that the girls need to improve on. Uh, rebounding hurt us. Uh, some of our offenses, we kind of stood out there uh, when we got tired. And I told them after the game, I said, listen, you know, look, when your legs go, you, you can't let your brain go with it. And, and that's what happened in the third. That's what happened in the third quarter. And, uh, and you were telling me that if, if you had kept score, it would have been, would have been a victory for your team. Yes, 
And you were telling me that uh, you you saw some good things from some of your young players and from uh, some of your experienced players. Yeah, uh, Lauren Roush made some uh, great decisions uh, on offense. Uh, she uh, <coughs> penetrated the lane, shot that mid-range jumper, uh, knocked down a couple perimeter shots there this evening. Uh, we had Keanu Baldwin in there. Um, she was doing <coughs> doing well in there. Um, Kiana, she uh, she's just a junior, and this is really you know the first varsity experience that she's got. She's going to continue to get better. Um, she can jump out of the gym. Uh, we had McKinnon Hall. She uh, she was. I mean, she played her tail off this evening, uh, like she does every game. She's matured a, a ton from last season. Um, she is going to be a dandy and just continue to get better and help lead those girls. And one thing that she does that I love and Coach Allen does is she's she's a talker out on the floor and she's calling out offenses, defenses, and young girls uh, that she's got ball, who's got help, and it's, she does an extremely good job. And then we've got uh, Erin Ryan. Uh, I, I liked her hustle. Uh, she controlled the ball pretty well this evening. I'd like to see her uh, start looking for her shot a little bit. Uh, I thought there was quite a few times this evening that she's very unselfish. She's got great court vision. Um and she got in there in those mid-range and early in the game, and, and that's just been, you know, she's played point guard in middle school, and the ball's been in her hands most of the time, and she's always looking to get somebody else involved. And, you know, I, that's, that's what we come. She's just a freshman. And we had Sophie Nichols this evening. Uh, she's another freshman. Uh, she would have led the team there with 15 this evening, and Max would have had 14. Uh, we've got to have we've got to have that from Sophie every game. She's got to be up there, 15, 20 points every game, right along with Max. Um, but you know, Sophie's young. But to have somebody, you know, five ten, five eleven, and you can play her inside, outside. She can shoot the perimeter shots. She can knock down threes. Um, she's just got to get, uh, she's just got to relax a little bit more. She puts a lot of pressure on her. And, uh, she just, she's a perfectionist. And, and that's okay. 
at times, but in the game of basketball, you know, you're going to miss shots, you're going to make turnovers, you're going to make bad decisions. And one thing I liked about her this evening is she kept playing. And, and she's going to get better. And we had Corbin uh, Castle come off the bench for us there this evening. She gave us some good minutes. She's just a freshman, too. Uh, I think Corbin knocked down a three for us there in the second quarter this evening. Uh, Corbin's just got to be patient and, and let the game come to her. She's going to help us out this year coming off the bench. Uh, we had Olivia Greathouse and Dolly uh, Hossip look uh, coming off and Morgan Shanklin. And Ellie had a beautiful pass uh, in transition to Olivia Greathouse. She was running the floor, sprinting ahead of everybody else. Ellie let her in transition. Uh, I think I jumped about three or four feet off of the bench there when I saw that because Ellie's just She's so unselfish, and she gives everything you've got, <laughs> everything she's got, every possession. And she's a little spill out there on the court, but she is going to compete offensively, defensively, every possession. <laughs> and that was going to be, uh, and along with all of them, they're going to be fun to coach. All and right, Coach. Are. And you have one more preseason look. I understand that you uh, travel up to uh, St. Mary's on Saturday. Yeah, um, we're going to go up there. I think we tip off there around noon on Saturday. Uh, <clears throat> I scheduled them. Uh, we picked up Capital late. We lost uh, Riverside because they didn't have enough practices in. We didn't either because of the weather. Uh, last minute notice, we picked up Capital. And I'm afraid there's going to be times like that uh, during the season this year that you're going to be, I hope not, that you might be making daily decisions on, on who's you got for an upcoming game. Uh, St. Mary's has got, got some uh, bigs in there, and I, I want to see how how we can guard. Uh, that's going to be maybe one of our downfalls, um, you know, how we can rotate defensively and put some pressure on those bigs and get that ball out of their hands, get, kick it back out on the perimeter. And, and hopefully the guards for the other team are just having an off day on the perimeter. So it'll be it'll be a good scrimmage for us, and the girls are looking forward to it. Uh, we just got to get back to work, and we've got to break down things a little bit. Uh, it's been just they've been bombarded with offenses, defenses, you know, sideline, baseline, out of bounds, special situations, and. You know, you have to get that stuff in because uh, we play uh, next Wednesday. And now, you know, we just fine-tune stuff and uh, go to back to the basics on some of this stuff. Good enough, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Ruth. Appreciate everything you do <clears throat> for everybody at Ripley High School. He's a member of the Viking Football Hall of Fame, and now he's a member of the Mountaintop Media Team that provides streaming service for Ripley Viking Sports. Here's Jeff McCoy. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by a friend of the show, uh, friends of the show, I guess I should say. But uh, today we're joined by Jeff McCoy, the uh, Viking Football Hall of Famer, and also a member of the Mountaintop Media crew. Uh, Jeff, thanks for being with me, bud. Uh, thank you, Brian. Appreciate you having us back on. Hey, I've been teasing this for a couple of weeks now about us having some sponsors of Viking 360, and 
I'm going to go ahead and unveil it. You guys are one of the two that uh, is going to be sponsoring the segments here for the next few months. And from Ruben, I thank you guys uh, for being a part of that and, and putting your trust in us. But uh, uh, kind of exciting to have uh, a couple of Viking entities uh, coming together and uh, trying to push Viking news out there. Oh, I agree 100 percent. And uh, when we started this, we did it to help Ripley Athletics and our local community and our alma mater. And we feel that, you know, providing the Viking 360 uh, podcast with the sponsorship is something we could do to help further that. So it's going to be a great thing for everybody, I think. Jeff, let's talk about your product, man. I, I, I just can't say enough how impressed I was with the job you guys did last year for football season. I've seen several of those streams of local teams and, you know, they all did a decent job. You guys were the best, man. I mean, when you put, <laughs> when you put together the, the camera angles, uh, the graphics, and, and just the, the, I guess, the intuitive way that you guys handle it, it's almost like a professional broadcast. It's backed by several thousands of dollars. And I, I, you know, I, I, I can't say enough about the job you guys did. What all goes into that? I'll tell you, the I came in a little late to Mountaintop Media, but um, Nick and Ian and John, they came in with a lot of experience coming from uh, streaming from their church services. And they had this basically put together where they had the, the software we were going to need, the equipment we were going to need, and uh, had an idea of how they wanted to capture it so that we could give the audience a great uh, viewing experience. Um, so... I have to give kudos to them on a lot of that. Uh, we learned a lot during football season. Um, we found that there's some stuff we can improve on. And looking forward here into into the winters and spring sports, um, we do have a plan of, uh, to make it even better, um, possibly more camera angles and the ability to go wireless with one of our cameras um, to so that we can provide this stream uh, to support these kids. Uh, I mean, we've had a blast doing it. It's a lot of fun learning about new uh, ways to, uh, you know, it's, it's been a learning experience um, sure. as far as getting the knowledge to accomplish these things. And it's just been, it's been a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest about it. Um, and on top of that, being able to uh, garner support for it. And, you know, it, we've got support from the administration and um, some of the coaches we've talked to and it, to be able to provide that stream, man, especially with you broadcasting over top of it, because I'm, I've said it the last time I talked to you on here, it just would not be the same. I don't think if we didn't have a good audio signal to go with it and you providing that, I mean, that, that to me, it makes it, the video is good, but if, without having the play by play on it, I, I mean, I really think that that really makes these, um, the broadcast really in my opinion i, think I guess i i guess crazy. i have to give you the first month uh sponsorship free now after saying those nice <laughs> things right <laughs> no i'm being dead serious i'm being dead serious i think that that makes it uh, it just makes it uh, a better viewing experience it's like you're literally watching something that's co collegiate or you know professional i'm not saying that we're putting out professional we're doing our very best with what we have but having you on top of that and it just makes it great you and jeff so we do appreciate you guys working with us on that. It's been great um, for upcoming into the winter and spring sports. I mentioned it. Uh, we do have, we plan on streaming 24 events and this time, instead of doing a pay-per-view like we did during football season, we are doing a free stream and we're looking for sponsors um, 
in our community, individual and corporate to support the free stream. We wanted to go that route so that everybody could have access to the stream. Um, I think it's a good value. We try to put out the good product. Uh, we have garnered some local business support and a lot of some uh, individual support thus far. Um, we're looking to do nine boys basketball games, uh, five girls games, two wrestling events. And looking into spring, we want to try to do five baseball and three softball uh, games as well. And that's the regular season. We're putting it on the slate. We're putting it on the schedule um, so that we can provide access to these for those who can't go. Now, I, that, that was the whole how this all originated. And for those who can't get out or, or parents or grandparents, um, aunts and uncles, whoever that wanted to watch their kid play and weren't able to do that because of these restrictions, I think it allows a great opportunity for what to, to see them play. And not only that, as a, as a player, I would want to know that my family or friends were able to watch. It just, it would mean more to me uh, as a player. Um, so, but yeah, that's what we got lo looking at going into the future here. And, you know. And, and, and here's the thing though, Jeff, I think people need to, to understand who don't understand the, the ability for you all to garner sponsorships is directly related to the eyeballs tuning in and watching. So Viking fans, when they're on, make sure you tune in. Make sure you tell your Viking uh, class, former classmates, people that may be interested, any family members, like Jeff said, uh, get in there and tune in and just watch it. It's not going to cost you anything, but you getting on there watching it is going to help keep that there for years to come. Oh, for sure. And – we're going to be streaming on across Facebook and YouTube. Um, so there's going to be multiple platforms they can watch. And uh, again, we couldn't do it without our sponsors. Um, we do have some business sponsors. Uh, if you guys want to check those out, you can, we we're trying to thank everybody on Facebook. And then we also, uh, if you would like to sign up, people can do that on our, at our website, mtmedia304.com and or go through links on Facebook. Um, but again, how do they find you on YouTube, Jeff? Where what? On YouTube, I believe uh, I haven't got the um, – we have a YouTube channel. It's a, I think it's just Mountaintop Media. I haven't been on there as of late. Ian is the, uh, the brain of that operation. Um, so they're getting that built. They're trying to build, uh, build out the events so that they're scheduled um, so that, you know, they will show up if they would subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, but I'm sure there will probably be a link to them on our Facebook page as well. And I talked to Nick a little bit uh, about a month or so ago uh, about C98 still being a part of that. So that we're excited about that. And then also a uh, few games that C98 or a few events that C98 is not doing considered uh, wrestling as well as some girls softball. He asked me to, to be a part of that as well. So I'm excited to do that. I've never uh, had a chance to broadcast a, a wrestling match. So that'll be a, a good learning <laughs> experience for me, but uh I understand I'll have uh, some wrestling uh, uh, veterans there with me to help me. So uh, I'm excited about that, man. Uh, but being able to bring all those sports has to be fun and has to be really exciting. Oh, for sure. And again, having you broadcast at, at, with C98 or doing it um, with Mountaintop Media, I mean, that is a great thing. That's just providing a quality uh, product free of charge to anybody who wants to, to watch it. So uh, we're excited about it, man. 
Just Jeff, how excited are you? And I, I think I talked to you a little about you're a you're a team sport guy, man, uh, and you're part of a team sport now at Mountaintop Media with your friends and and former Vikings. Just personally, how much fun has that been for you? Uh, honestly, it, it, I don't even know if I can describe it. Simply because I get to hang out with my very very good friends, and and Nick being my best friend since high school, and we're get to learn together. Uh, you know. There's we can be open with each other if we think one one thing will work better than the other. And uh, we're always we've got an ongoing group message that it just seems like it's pinging all the time. It's going off here as I'm talking to you even. And uh, <laughs> man, it's it's just been a, a ton of fun. And I to be honest with you, I've jumped in head first um, because before they they even asked me to come help them run a camera. I knew a little bit but not very much. But since then, man, I've spent hours and hours pouring over. How can we do this? How can we make this better? Um, you know, what should we offer or what, how could we do it better? And I'm not the only one in that boat. They are doing the same thing or how could our website be more friendly or how could we get the word out that we want to stream these events? And then we're all collaborating and there's a lot of know-how uh, among the four of us, uh, video editing, um, uh, we're trying. We're working on some hype videos. There's a lot of stuff going into this that we are getting. Like I said, collaboration with schools, uh, radio. I mean, there's a a lot of good stuff going into this. Um, just to make it the best uh, product that we could give for our sponsors. And when we do start releasing all this information, I would encourage those who um, to shop with those sponsors who are supporting the stream. Um, it's, it's local businesses. Um, you say thank you. We, I want to say thank you to the individual sponsors who have uh, reached out and, you know, either personally or just went through the link that they saw on Facebook and supported us. I mean, that means a lot. Um, and I think ultimately it'll mean a lot to the kids and the athletic programs. Because, again, we're not looking to make money. This is, you know, we need the equipment and their expenses for subscriptions and whatnot, as you're aware. Um, but we want to be able to, at the end of the season, give uh, help the, the school recruit some money lost from lost ticket sales. So that is one of our goals. We were able to do that in the football season. And, uh, you know, it just works out good for everybody, I think. Jeff, you guys do a great job. I look forward to being a part of it this spring for the winter slash spring sports season. Look forward to seeing what you guys have in store for the Viking fans. And before I go, let you go real quick. Give everyone your Facebook, your your uh, website, all that good stuff, so they'll know exactly where to find you. All right. You can find us on the web at mtmedia304.com. And uh, you, we have the same uh, name on Facebook. Uh, you can go Mountaintop Media and or mtmedia304. Uh, you can find us there. And, again, if you go to our website, you could probably get to Facebook uh, through that way or if you need to reach out to us you can reach info at mtmedia304.com and then again i apologize i should have the youtube address but i i will have to get that and we'll get it posted on our website so everybody can find that again that's jeff mccoy member of the mountaintop media crew one of the newest uh sponsors of viking 360 jeff thanks for being with us best of luck this spring thank you brian appreciate it sir mm-hmm. 
Rube, we've been talking about this for a couple of episodes now, and behind the scenes, we've been working on a couple sponsors for Viking 360. Super excited that our next episode is going to feature two uh, big time Viking supporters. One, Swift Swifties. They're gonna have, they have a Ripley Viking collection out there, uh, and then also Mountaintop Media. Uh, we talked about earlier how they're streaming Viking sports. But I know you're in our perspective. We're super excited to have them involved. Truly. Uh, they are uh, local. They're growing companies. They're local people. And they're good people. Just the type of people that we're proud to be associated with. And they bleed blue and white, Rube, which is very important to Viking 360. Exactly. Yeah. And Swifties, you know, they started in a small garage out in Fairplain. They moved uh, to a bigger business uh, and then most recently, they moved into the old Sears building. So it's a good growing company, and we're glad to see that they're doing well. And the Mountaintop Media guys we've talked a lot about. Uh, it all started with them. You hear Jeff talk about it a little bit in the interview. Uh, kind of started, uh, they were doing church services and recording those and producing those. And what a great job they did in football last year. I, I was really impressed with their graphics and the way that the whole uh, stream flowed. So we're super excited to see what, they're, what they do in winter and spring sports as well. And again, just glad to have those guys along uh, as part of Viking 360. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, Search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.